Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. And just like many of you listening, we are all dealing with the uncertainty and changes caused by the coronavirus pandemic. But today, we want to shine a hopeful light on the situation. With all the inevitable changes that are happening, there's going to be some pain, some stress, some struggles for some. But there Joy will also be. And pain. <laughs> all right. Up, up, Thank you, Rob Bass. Wow. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying before Joy Rob Bass, before Rob Bass kicked in, there's going to be some some struggle for some, but there's also going to be opportunity. So it's important that we're creating a wealth mindset so we're better able to take advantage of what this new normal is going to look like. Did I say so, it? Joy <laughs> and pain. Keep it up. Keep pump, it up, Matt. Pump it up. Sunshine pump it up. <laughs> and rain. Give it to him. Rob Bates. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so in addition to our lady with the facts, Dion is also a life coach. So Coach D, can you give us some some game. Give us some coaching tips on creating a wealth mindset. Coach D. She, she has so many I hats, love man. that. Coach D. D is in the house. Actually, really excited about this episode. With regards to a wealth mindset or an abundance mindset, uh, Steve Covey, you may have heard of him. He actually t uh, coined the term abundance mentality or abundance mindset in uh, his 1989 bestseller, The Seven Habits of, a highly effect of Highly Effective People. He defined the term simply as a concept in which a person believes there is enough resources and successes to share with others versus a scarcity mindset, which is rooted in lack, fear, fear which it can be very destructive. It causes comparison, competition. That's just unnecessary, right? 
So many of us heard, have heard that what we focus on grows, right? So if you believe we never have enough, we don't see possibility, we're telling ourselves we don't have a choice in the matter, well, that's what you're going to get as opposed to someone who is the generator of their life. You know, they are empowered. They're looking for opportunity. That whatever the circumstances, they can get above it and find contentment. Although I always say not to be confused with complacency. So not they're content, but not complacent, right? In whatever situation they're in. But during that time, they're always seeking growth. So, you know, these people with the, with the abundance mindset, they, they are much better equipped at embracing change and the challenges that we face in life, even in even a pandemic. Even in tragedy? Yeah, even, even in a yeah. pandemic. Yeah, and what's the difference between contentment and complacent? So, when, so for example, you may not be in the house that you're, you want to be living in quite yet. Maybe you're still in that, that one-bedroom apartment, right? But you are content where you are. You're happy you have a roof over your head, it's peaceful, you have a key that goes into your door, right? You have a place to lay your head. But doesn't mean you're complacent. You're still working towards your goals. So uh, people yeah, who I are did. frustrated and they're, you know, I can't believe I'm not where I am or where I want to be yet. I'm not in that house that I said I was going to be living in by the time I was 30. You stay stuck in that cycle gotcha. versus someone who's, they can be content where they are because if you're you're if you're happier wherever whatever stage you are in life, guess what vibrations you're giving out into the world. So guess what comes back to you. So things joy. tend to <laughs> more joy, more joy, more you know, more but good, more this, blessings. You know, more... Right. I you know I meet with people now that I've you know we've been four years into this podcast and plus teach, doing teaching financial literacy through financially clean. I've been fortunate to meet like a lot of different people, and you know the wealth people that are trying to obtain wealth and get with you you see like clear characteristics that most people are needed to have in order to achieve wealth it's a it's a mindset first you know they don't come into the game with the right well they come into the game second guessing themselves not understanding that in every condition like Dion said you can find the positive to it and you can leverage and accelerate on that positive and i become sometimes i i honestly believe I'm more more than a financial advisor. I'm almost like a life coach. You almost so you're, begin so you're saying like, you're, you're oh, almost, you're you just become a life coach. <laughs> so you're like coach. Dude, you coach been your life gonna let him coach. take your title like that? I, I, my mouth is dropped. Instead of instead of life coaching all three of you guys. Okay? So instead of many years D, respectively each. So yeah, so, I've been so your instead of life, all me, of your are, life are you coaching. are you mini D? Is that what you're saying? Huh? Big D. I'm not mini D, man. I'm big D. I go hard, I don't go at all. But it's a true fact. Like, a wealth mindset and even navigating through this COVID time, it's about a positive outlook and saying, like, what are the new circumstances that I can take advantage of versus, like, you know, staying in a hole and waiting for things to go back. All to right, hold on. Don't give normal. away the whole book. Dion, where are we going from here? So, yeah, Sean, before you actually give away the whole show, um, let's reel it back in, shall we? So I actually want to kick it off with something that I think is really key before we go to anything else, right? It's foundational. You've got to get your head out of the sand. You may have heard of the ostrich analogy that once things get crazy, we put our head in the the, the ostrich puts its head in the sand and he thinks that everything's going to go away if I just avoid the circumstances. If I just hide my head in the that, sand, that doesn't everything work. will go away. That's, that's not that's not a recommended strategy. 
Not a recommended strategy. Especially not for you. With that big head, Matt, there's ah! no chance that that can fit into, okay? There's not enough earth. Okay, that <laughs> So you don't try that at home, bro. <sighs> but basically, what's running the show at that point? Fear, right? So at the end of the day, if you really want to get a handle on your finances, so, you know, you're running your money, so your money's not running you, you've got to know what's coming in and what's going out. The fear wants to keep you stuck and not knowing. And when you say what's coming in and what's coming out, are you talking about money? Are you talking about information? Are you talking about energy? What do you mean by that? My apologies. I'm talking money. So what your inflows and outflows are. With Can I regards... give a perfect example of that? Let me give an example sure. of what you're saying. is so true. Because as you guys know, if everybody listened to all the episodes, you guys always mention my 20-year-old Excel spreadsheet where I had all of my bills in there, all my expenses every month. And, you know, I kept good record. Everybody would applaud me on how good my records were, record keeping was. But I got tenfold better over the COVID experience because what I did, especially with my work, is that I do a lot of, like, you know, work expenses to the point of sixty to $80,000 a month in, like, expenses. And a lot of them are shipping costs, mostly FedEx. And I would wait, like, six weeks or so before I even got around to look at that report. And I would even assign it to my staff to do where I wasn't taking control of it. And FedEx would always complain and like give me sometimes say, okay, Mr. Linda, we'll, we'll make an exception this time, but you're really supposed to find call in with charges that are incorrect within 15 days. And I was like, that's impossible. I have so many FedEx charges. There's no way I can get to this in 15 days. Well, right. during the COVID time, I went through all of my records, went through all of my charges for 2019 got through 2020 and got up to speed to the point today. But that's because you had time, today, right? That's because yeah, you actually now have the downtime. I'm so proactive, meaning that I look forward to my FedEx charges coming in and I, and I check them off in real time now. So I'm all caught up and it's really about, you know, and that was always intimidating to me where I even, like I said, I signed it to my staff to do. But now that I've gotten control of it, I don't feel so overwhelmed. I feel so much more in control. And it even got me better not only looking at my FedEx charges, because most stuff happens on this one credit card, I'm able to look at my daily expenses. So I remember like, okay, yeah, I did buy this. Yes, I do this. Yes. Rather than I would be looking from three, four weeks ago and just trying to remember off the top of my head, did I spend this and how much did I spend? Now everything is in sync. Well, you know I what I heard there, Sean? Sorry, go ahead, Matt. I would add that your, the question you posed can be aimed at more than just finances, what's coming in and what's coming out. Because during this coronavirus time, I think there's a lot of fear when you're listening to you know, all the, the predictions or all the things that are going on. And, I, and in terms of ostrich and putting your head in the sand, it's like a lot of this information and energy that's surrounding this can create a just a retreat or you're just like, you're, not, you're scared to go out, you're scared to move. And I think for me personally, like when I've been listening to the news and hearing about like the impact of COVID health wise for like, you know, how, how it's impacting black people, for instance, or, or how it's impacting people. If you have health concerns, if you need to lose weight, if you're high blood, all these things that are impacted by Corona, that kind of stuff can paralysis by analysis. Like you, you can overthink analysis, it. Where you're not, paralysis. Yeah, there you go. So to me, it's like, taking your head out of the sand and dealing with the realities of things like for, for the, we just did a show last week called health is your wealth. And I think there's a, a level of fear that needs to be dealt with by everyone, but particularly the black community. And if anyone, if you're dealing with health concerns, like I know everyone, we, we're always setting new year's resolutions and people want to get their life together and 
get their stuff straight. But now there's a, a COVID resolutions. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, if there's ever time to really reevaluate um, your lifestyle and you know, getting those things under control, this can be life or death if you're out there, you know, out in this world. So that that getting your head out of the sand thing can be more than just for your money. You well, know, I, I agree with you with regards to math. health, because now more than ever, if we're stressed out, like anxiety, fear, if that's increasing your stress levels, that's taking a toll on your immune system. So when you say it's life or death, it really is. If COVID now more than ever, we need to be healthy. If Wait, I have a changed. question. Did Matt, Matt, have you made a COVID resolution? Uh, I have, and, and I haven't, I never really called it that, but I mean, in a way, it's like, I, I, there's been a few things that I've noticed, like how Sean said he's found his time to to get his books in order, and and, and there's just been a kind of a, a different feel or, or relief. I'm not, however he put it, but just the feeling that came with that. For me, there's been some, a, a shift from like, I'm, I'm normally just before COVID, like I'm a, a night owl, I stay up late, and because I'm a freelance producer, I don't have to go to a certain office and be there at a certain time. So it's in general, a lot of times I would stay up late and get up whenever. All of a sudden, since COVID has started, it's like my whole body clock is shifted where I'm like up at like 5 a.m. wide awake, like every day. It's like a trip. Like I've never been a morning person. Now I'm like wide wow. awake with crazy energy at early morning. So what I had started doing because I had a lot of deliverable, like I had work to get done for some projects that I'm on. So I would get up and immediately start working on those projects. But now it's like, okay, God is telling you, I mean, I've known that I need to in the morning, get up and, you know, work out exercise. It's not like that's not a, a known thing to do, but it's like sometimes if you're not doing it, you know, you can talk about it, but you, you know, walk it like you, we, we have other shows. What, what was our other show? Walk it like we talk it. Um, basically what my resolution has been to use this energy and in the morning actually start to get that workout in while I have that, you know, 5 a.m. wide awake, you know, nice. crazy energy. So that, that would be my shift or, or my COVID resolution, as you whoever dubbed it that. And if you look at wealthy people, like in terms of their typical behaviors, that's one of them. They are they tend to really take care of their bodies and it's consistent. So definitely one way to develop a, a wealth mindset, you know, is you take care of your body. You're going to take care of your money, you know, that kind of that kind of um, correlation. And then with Sean, you know what I heard and what you were what you were sharing with the audience is that, you know, by by getting informed and getting a handle on your fine and by taking action, that's the first way to to push through fear is actually by taking action. And the more you do it, the less fearful you are. And then um, it it disrupts the overwhelm. So if you typically had resistance or overwhelm around dealing with, you know, you see, pass it on to your employees, you know, um, just the fact, again, you, you disrupted it by doing something different and taking action. You now have disrupted the overwhelm cycle for yourself. And then what happened was now you've taken the control. You've taken control back. Dion, you, you know what's power- interesting? Sure. That reminds me of the girl that we brought on, the comedian, who said her fear kept her from opening her um, credit card right. bills. So right. she wasn't addressing the issue. She just stuck her head in the sand and she wasn't opening the bills, accruing interest, mm-hmm. you know, 
day by day, month by month, not working on the system, on the, the situation. There you have it. You know, I, I even even I did. I took the initiative to really go through my um, expenses, and that's you know by the encouragement. I actually signed on for a, a finance um, masterclass. Um, we actually had Alicia on not too long ago. She was on our episode. Um, get your net worth up and dance, right? So her her mission, her legacy is to teach women of color how to invest and and um, become financially independent, like herself. And she uses something called a zero budget, where you are intentional with every dollar that's coming in and going out. So you really see all of your expenses, all of your inflows, and it's been it's been so eye opening because then. The next step was to go through um, any expenses that you can eliminate during this COVID time. So I was able to eliminate all kinds of little subscriptions that I had, whether it was $9.99 here, $75 there, but it was, it's, it's been great. And then what I did with that extra money, I'm now using that snowball effect to pay off my credit card faster than I normally would. That's great. And so there's an opportunity in a downtime, right? Find, you find money. When you have a wealth mindset, you look for opportunities and you start to find the money. This is a time where you, you should be reassessing and figuring out what, what you're doing right versus what you're not doing so right and, and get better at it. Because like I said before, I thought I was Mr. Kept all my bills, paid all my bills on time, which I still do. But there was missed opportunity. I'd even say I found $2,500 worth of FedEx mischarges by just really taking control and being proactive with my Ooh, expenses. That's so, a nice chunk well, of there is right something, there, Sean. But there also is something to be said about some people out there who are dealing with extreme financial hurt. Like they're not just counting their, you know, their charges or they're, 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 they're not just like checking their books and seeing how much money they're spending or making. Like there's people who are trying to figure out if they haven't gotten their unemployment because the system isn't, you know, the 72 hours that it said it was going to be has still not shown it's shown up in their account or there's people who their jobs have been shuttered so there is some real stress there's also some real pain and some real stuff that people are dealing with so we can't just be glib we have to understand that there's some real struggle out there and, and give people some tips or hope on how to deal with that well i i agree because i think fear is real when you are not opening that credit card envelope and Dion I'm 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 saying and I'm stating and asking at the same time. I think mm -hmm. fear is very real when people are not opening those envelopes or they're seeing their their employment come to an end and they're not sure where the next dollar is coming from. Sometimes that you know what's coming in but you don't know what the next move is to move out and move beyond that situation. And the fear can be so real it creates stagnancy. Yes. Yes. Fear is real. But believe it or not, at the end of the day, you can either take on a, a victim mentality. Head in the sand. Head in the sand. Or you take a victor mentality. Use that fear as fuel. Exactly. Of so that's it. So you can either you know, look, at, look at life in two ways, right? It's either happening to you or it's happening for you. So we're, I, I'm never going to say I'm not going to acknowledge what you're going, not acknowledge. I'm, gonna, I'm acknowledging what you're going through. I acknowledge the crisis, we acknowledge the, the, the hardship, but at the end of the day, anyone, um, if you truly are trying to create a wealth mindset, 
you still remember, even in those moments, you take responsibility for your life. And I'll tell you this, I've never really think of a scenario in my life where I felt like I was a victim. You know, even when it comes to business and, you know, being an African-American, sometimes I do, quote unquote, have to work twice You're as hard. You're from Canada. Anyway. Even though I'm black and, and, <laughs> and I have to work twice as hard as they say, yes, it's a re- it can be a reality in some cases. And I've had doors closed on me because I think it's because of the color of my skin. But I don't play victim. I'm just like, I just move on or I just work harder. We have to work twice as hard. I have to get up two hours before, three hours. So what? I just do it. And I just don't complain about it. I just get it done. Yes, I've been hurt. I've been scorned like everybody else. And yes, this corona time is affecting me in, in negative ways, uh, if you want to look at it that way. But I don't focus on that. I just focus on what do I need to do to get from point A to point B, what I need to build myself, you know, simple goals, simple daily goals, my checklist of what I need to get done today, who do I need to reach out to. And it's always a numbers game for me. I don't expect to bat a thousand, but I hope I bat 500. Well, it's, it's all, all of it is basically to strengthen you at the end of the day. How do you, how do you create a warrior? I always say not in a white room with uh, fluffy pillows and feathers, right? You're going to go through challenges and hardship, but what you, go th- what you go through, you grow through at the end of the day. So even the layoffs, even the business closures, the delayed salaries, believe it or not, it's happening for a reason. Is it because you're supposed to pivot to a new career or reinvent your business? You know, maybe it's time to reinvent yourself. Maybe it's time to monetize a hobby. It's it. There's a. It's happening for a reason, and now there's an opportunity to decide what do I do with it. You know, and I and I can actually attest to that personally. I basically lost my consulting income with COVID. So when we went on self quarantine, you know, I actually pulled out my journal. You know, got still, and you know, took some time just to you know, ask some questions to to my creator, to God, and I said, what is the meaning of this moment for me? You know, what, what is this, what is the purpose of this moment right now? And I just wrote dot, dot, dot. I know you should have wrote. what came to me was pivotal. This is a pivotal moment for me. I so know wrote. from literally the day after I went on quarantine, I basically wrote down what I wanted to focus on, which was really going in on my coaching business. Hey, let's and pause for a second. Sure. Sean, Sean wanted to get this joke off. Sean, go ahead. I know you should have wrote. What this show is this about. This better be good. What this show is about. Joy. Okay, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I said this better be good. about joy and pain. Keep right, it up. Right. Keep it up now. Yeah, we heard you. We heard and you. And then you gotta Leon, get sunshine, man, and some rain. Sing it now, yeah, God's I mean, children. it's not gonna be all rosy. Don't get me wrong. Not be all rosy. I was said I'm gonna be very intentional about focusing on the, the my coaching business, and I said I was gonna do workshops and really you know, put, putting myself out on bigger platforms. And I'm, I'm happy to tell you that since I made that, de- that decision, I think it was two days later, I was on my first workshop, you know? So like I said, even in, in these very difficult times when you're losing, you're losing your income, you're losing that, that net, that safety net, you know, you can either focus on what's not working or focus on what you can control and what you can create. And I, I decided I want to create and generate something new in my uh, life. Yeah. So COVID's begun. Consulting work has dried up and gone away. Mm-hmm. You start to journal. What are you saying to yourself to move yourself from journaling to zeroing in on what you want to do next? Uh, well, first of all, clarity. You really have to get clear on where you want to go. So having clarity and vision for your future. 
and then really mapping it out. So goal setting for me is very important, short term and long term. And again, if you look at any successful, wealthy person, they they really do create their short term and long term goals. So that that was that's big for me. Um, and there's a great book I can recommend as well. It's called Write It Down, Make It Happen by um, Ariette and Klauser. Um, something else that I use too is the, is the top six. It's, a, it's daily. It's your top six things that are gonna, you're going to do to move your... And for some reason, that's the number. Ten's too much. Maybe five's too little. So it's called the top six. You may not get them all done, but they're the main things that you are going to do. You do it the night before. So that way, those are the things you're going to bang out to move your project forward. You'll have the little errands and tasks below. Those are the little, you know, menial things that you can check off. But your top six are the things that are going to move your projects forward. So that's been very helpful as well. That's incredible. Matt, what's your victim versus victor mentality experience in this time? Anything to add? Yeah. Like, well, I, I would just say that, you know, the men, your mentality is a choice. So you can, it's like, two sides of a coin. You could look at something like Dion is saying with the, you know, and, and choose to be a victim. Like I'm dealing with a situation with a client where the finances and the, 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 the way the client has handled this project is not the way I would have liked them to handle it. And I ended up getting, basically I, I lost money on this deal. And in the initial immediate moment, I kind of was thinking like, you know, I was a little disappointed thinking, you know, because I'd done everything that I was supposed to do with the project. And then you, you don't pay out. You're not paying what we agreed to. You can easily start to dwell on that or go down a path uh, uh, and go down the wrong path. Basically, you have to choose to basically take and understand what you're dealing with, which is a I, I can't put all my eggs in one basket. B, I can't allow uh, other people or clients or whoever to dictate or control, you know, anything. Like basically I couldn't allow that energy to fester. I had to take responsibility for how I was gonna deal with the issue. And um, I shouldn't assume that people are gonna look out for me. You know, that like, no, like people are not, even if you think, you know, it, and sometimes in business things go wrong and, and you, it's, you can't take it personal always. You, you, you gotta just understand, move on. I can, I'm still fighting to get restitution and get the, paid out, but I, I can't dwell on it. I had to like basically choose to take the life lesson and apply that lesson into my future endeavors, future projects, as opposed to dwelling and, and being woe is me about it. But I, I totally agree that the, the choice we make on either being a victim or the victor is very key. And it's, it's an intentional action. We have to choose how we're viewing things so we don't get caught up in that victim mentality. And Sean, then I'm going to add, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dion, go ahead. Well, no, all I was going to say was, and when you aren't holding on to the resentment and things like that, that's why money, wealth can still flow. Good can still flow. Energy can still flow. But if you're holding on to that, you block, right? right? <clears throat> you block what can come in to your life. Yeah, that's that's important. That's an important note because energy, the, the law of attraction is that's based on energy as well, right? Dion, the energy you put out into the universe is the energy that comes back to you. Absolutely, absolutely. So the fact that Matt is taking responsibility, there's he's empowering himself around this. He's uh, letting letting the you know not holding on to the resentment, letting go, 
that that's that's why he's going to bring more into his life. They're going to want to work with him again in the future, I'm sure, or refer him, right? Just based on how he handled the the situation, they might even refer another, you know, send him a referral. Who knows? And that's amazing at what happens when you you don't dwell and focus on the negativity because since I've been focusing on my coaching and the, the empowerment space I want to be in, other opportunities are coming from those opportunities because you're in motion, you're being intentional, you're in, yeah. So it just, it, the, the energy, the momentum picks up, right? Now, so, where, where does the energy you surround yourself with factor into this? Because I know a lot of times people love to get on that call and go, oh, you know, 10, we're about to go to 20% unemployment, this is closing. Did you hear the, the, the curve hasn't flattened here? How does that play into this moment? Tom, let's talk a little bit about who you surround yourself with and the impact and the conversations you find yourself participating in and how that can create a block or a slowdown in your ability to go from victor to from victim to victor. Oh, Seeming. for sure, for sure. So we, we've heard it a million times, right? Success leaves clues. Number one rule, surround yourself with positive people, right? Because they're not going to be gossiping. They're going to be talking about ideas, creation, you know, creating, collaboration, expansion, you know? That's a whole different mentality than being, you know, down in the weeds. If you're hanging with eagles, you're trying to soar. You're trying to elevate. Unless you're Philadelphia I, eagles. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, is there a time to, to sometimes... Is there a time perhaps to, in this time to maybe look at your squad? Absolutely. Especially if you're the smartest one in the room. Then how can you be growing, right? So you might it's want to tough. find other circles. You know, I'm I, I deal with that. I deal, I deal with that often. <laughs> it's really hard. It's hard for me when I'm with, especially with you guys. It's like I, I try to pull you guys up. Level, but, uh, you know, I, I tell I was I was I was even mentioning to Dion this year. You know, I I you know I believe in Dion's brand as a life coach and as a lady with the facts and I see her true potential. So I was telling her she has to push herself to go into groups that are, you know, have kind of are a little bit further ahead of her and, and not to say not to say it in a negative way. People that are doing great things. And it's hard because I believe she's doing great things. But you gotta push the envelope and say, let me be let me be the small person in that room because that will take her to the next level. And I, I really try to do that with myself, you know, other than when I do the show to be, you know, not the smartest guy in the room, you know, to find audiences that, and push me. And it really, it really does work. Like I can perfect example, you know, the borough president of Brooklyn, he's become what I would quote unquote a friend. And it was really pushing me to, you know, to, to that type of person from then other doors have opened up. And you have to really force the envelope. And like I tell this to anybody, there's no plan, there's no book on success. You just have to go get it. And it's a world, it's a challenging world, it's winding, it's not straight. It's some kind of you going east, all east, and you need to go west. But right. you just have to go and get it. Success is something you have to just want it and go get it. There's, and and there's, not, there's, not, there's not the perfect timing. There's not the perfect scenario. There's not the perfect book. There's not the perfect partner. You know, the, the three of us have been, the four of us have been partners of this show for a number of years, and we're now seeing success. Right. And we're not the perfect group. But not, but you to, just detract, have to, go get it. But not to track too far from Arlington's question, it was really about, you know, uh, well, who you surround yourself. Well, you did. Oh. I just wanted to reel it back Joy. and say it was really oh. about <laughs> who you're surrounding yourself with. And, you know, um, 
and there's times like this where you tend to, you could tend to isolate, right? When right. it's doom and gloom, right? You just want to, you know, I lost my job. Maybe my neighbor didn't, so I, or my friend didn't. So now I just, you know, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm going to recoil, but we don't grow in isolation. This is when you need to be connected and be in community the most. Um, and then take it even a step further, you know, okay, I don't have money to pay for things, but maybe I can barter services, you know? Um, that's how I'm doing my master class right now. I'm bartering coaching for financial coaching, you know? So I didn't have to pay for the course. Um, I, I bartering for products brilliant. and services, like, products as well. Thinking of other ways to fund, to pay for things that you need. Well, what that you want to do, do it. That's they fantastic. All the time. One, one thing we have to do to pay for things we need is go to commercial. So these oh. advertisers can pay for things that we need. So you guys stay tuned for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We're creating a wealth mindset even in this pandemic. So you guys keep it locked. We'll be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, it is all about creating a wealth mindset, even in the wake of this pandemic. So, Dion, Coach D, you've been yeah. coaching us up today. So, uh, yeah. give us some more coaching. What you got for us? Put me in, Coach. <laughs> yes. So, just to give just to give the people a quick recap, you know, we started off with really looking at facing our fears head on, you know, getting our head out of the sand, really having clarity on, on what's coming in and what's going out, whether it's our finances, whether it's information, looking at our energy. Um, then we really looked at being solution oriented, right? What it means to be a victim versus having a victor mentality. And then now we're going to get into looking at the quality of our thinking, because that will determine the quality of your life. You know, how are you feeding your mind during this time? 
right? So Sean Linda, love to hear how you're feeding your mind during COVID. Feeding my mind as far as business-wise, well, I'm a, I'm a fan of routine if it's done correctly. So my routine is I always start my days off with listening to my favorite podcasts, which are more which are finance podcasts, daily podcasts, my own podcast. And my own podcast is more of a critique thing. And then like my day-to-day friends, like I have... I look at my friends as two things. You're either inner circle or outer circle friends. I don't have best friends. I have inner circle outers. If you're my inner circle friend, then there's somebody that I can fight in. And my daily inner circle friends, which is like Arlington, Dion, Matt's a bi-daily person. But uh, but I would say that it's always positive conversation. I can count on one hand, like, how many times you really have conversations of negativity. We're always pushing each other, thought-provoking conversation. So though, that already is stimulating to me. You know, things I need to work on, you know, I think I need to get, I do audiobooks, but I need to go deeper with books in general. But I'm just such a huge fan of podcasts. It's so far, it's hard for me sometimes to deviate from, from podcasts. Yeah, so that's why I, I, I spray my mind. And then I also believe in health and wealth. I'm a huge fan of just maintaining a healthy diet and healthy lifestyle. So I make sure that I, I get my workout on and my energy on and exercise as well. And then I challenge myself to keep getting better and better with my diet every day. And to, to the most, it may be, I, people may look and say your diet is decent, but I just, I, I try to get better at it. And that's Sean, kind of my routine. Sean, do you, do you, Sean, do you also focus, <laughs> do, do you focus on joy and pain? <laughs> yeah, my workouts are very painful, but they bring me joy at the end. They bring me such a sense that when I finish my workouts, I feel so fulfilled and like I did it kind of thing. And even when I like when we tape a great show and I listen back to it and I reflect on it, I'm like, you know, is that me? Was that us? I just, you know, I always think when we tape these shows, hmm, I'm always like, oh, I don't know. But then when I reflect and listen to them, especially when some months pass and I, you know, it's like an outer body experience. And I'm just like, man, we really put in some good energy out there. Whoever edits Sean, this show what, really makes you sound good. What <laughs> Sean, what do you what do you do to feed your soul? You talked about business. You talked about fitness. What do you do to feed your soul? Speak to my mom. Explain she that. Away, she passed away in 2013. I'm always, you know, she's my she's my judge. I always know that she's watching over and, and more not like watching over like, yes, I think she's protecting me, but she's looking at what I do and I'm accountable to her and I'm accountable to my kids. I make every from everything I say and post, I have to make sure that if they were to hear or see or think, uh, uh, they would be okay with it. You know, as even when it comes to social media, the likes that I look for the best are from my two oldest sons. Like when they like my photo or picture and everything, that is the best like in the world. Because A, they're paying attention to their dad, which is amazing to me. And B, they, they actually enjoyed what I had to say that they liked it. And they're not just one to just give free out likes. You know, one of the best even things I just had too, I've been forcing my son Ethan to work out with me in the morning. And he's always whining and blah, blah, blah. And when I sent him home to his mother, she was like, what app are you guys doing? Because Ethan wants to do it at home. And I was like, wow, he's complaining about it, but yet he wants to do it. So those type of things um, motivate me. Well, Matt, when I think about this question, the quality of your thinking and how it determines the quality of your life, for me, in, during this COVID moment, it's really been about reevaluating. It's kind of, I, I analogize this to like a, a card game, poker or spades or whatever. It's like you could have had a strategy of, of what you, how you were going to play your hand. And then when this COVID hits, that can change, you know, like whether it's opportunities, like Dion, you said certain things had dried up or weren't happening. For me, certain productions or things that I had on my calendar are not happening. So now I'm looking at my relationships. I'm looking at my 
opportunities and how, okay, so what might've been my top, the top card in my hand is now really not really as valuable as it was because of this change. So now I'm reevaluating, I'm being strategic, I'm reaching out, I'm thinking, how can I use what, how the world's been flipped where now we're doing interviews on Skype or interviews on Zoom. We're doing productions with social distancing, but there's ways and there's people who still need the content that I provide or the work that I do. So now I just basically have had to, the quality of my thinking is really how well of a strategist can you be to maximize what you can provide and reach out to people that you think you can actually, you know, benefit a mutually beneficial type of situation. The quality of my thinking, determining the quality of my life has a lot to do with how I choose to play this hand out. Yes. Can I ask you something, Matt? Sure. Can I want to ask all of you guys this question. Has anyone taken this time to think about the quality of their life in terms of what do you want? Are you, has anyone kind of reconfigured what they want their financial life to look like? Has anyone reconfigured what they want their work life to look like in this time? Have you thought about that at all? I'm in the midst of thinking about that. I'm trying to like figure out how I can, we're still trying to gain balance. I mean, I know some people, there's some, I keep hearing about billionaires are getting richer during this time. And it's it's a very, it's very different, drastic uh, impact. But for, for me right now, in terms of how I want my financial life to look or how I want my professional life to look, I'm that's the core or root of my thought and my strategy is really trying to create some stability and some balance in this time. But the whole core or root to that balance that I'm looking for would be to provide the financial life that I want or the, you know, it, it what you're saying is the core, but I, I didn't really frame it like that in my mind. I'm just really trying to find balance and trying to create new opportunities out of the things that have gone away, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I can tell, yeah, I can tell you, I can actually share my my affirmation that I do every day and that um, I am a generator of financial abundance. What's an affirmation? An an affirmation affirmation? is a a positive messaging and it's most effective when you do it consistently, especially if you put pen to paper. There's actually science behind that, literally writing out the affirmation. There's a percentage increase in whatever you write actually coming to fruition. So every day, you know, I won't give you the whole thing, but the the main piece, if you want to, if you're asking the core of this affirmation, that would really answer your question as to how I, I, I want to create, what I want to create, you know, when I get on the other side of this this COVID situation, is that I am uh, I am creating multiple streams of income, and I actually put a number on it, and that I'm going to create that exponentially per month, and then I I list all the different ways on how I'm going to do that, whether it's from coaching, workshops, TV, but I I mention all of the things. So for me, I want to come out of this with multiple streams of income. It's important to make that plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to plan. Part of, part of the wealth mindset is you have to have a clear plan. It can be a work in progress plan, but you need to have a plan. It's kind of like you need to see it in order to achieve it. Exactly. If you, if because you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. And your thinking, your speaking need to be in alignment so that way your actions follow. Right? So your mind, your mind is the birthing place. The actions follow the mind. So if you are thinking and planning towards something the actions will follow is is the is the goal is the idea can i ask you guys another question i was thinking about the ostrich in the sand 
and I was, and I, and I don't, I know me personally, I feel like when I get, when the pandemic, after a few minutes of pandemic news, I, I get my morning info, I get my evening info, and then I dip my head in the sand because I feel like it's too much of it becomes a distraction to my goals, my work ethic, you know. But I would push back on that. I don't think you're putting your head in the sand. I think you're, mm-hmm. I think it's, some, that's a negative wave. I think you're doing something positive. You're like, it's, I don't even think that's the proper analogy. That's not. It's actually, yeah. It's actually called setting boundaries. You're setting healthy boundaries around the, your media intake. So it's actually a healthy thing that you're doing. How do Absolutely. you guys do that's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. There's only so much of that I can take because it's like, I mean, at a certain point, it becomes redundant and it's every day, you know, you're hearing foolishness from some of our leaders. And it, to me, it's like, it, it's not really helping our progress. Like our, the quality of our thinking and the quality of our life is not helped by by being inundated and, and overwhelmed with the, the negativity, the fear mongering or, or whatever is coming out of mm-hmm. the news outlets so like you know you have to be uh, aware of what's going on and, and i would say you know watching or, or getting your news from whatever news platforms or services you get your news from i'm not saying i don't check in but i i don't upset i can't just all day all night have it on like i gotta i gotta disconnect just so i can put my mind in a healthier place to focus strategize and and prepare that's it you because you are what you consume right whether that's food whether that's you're putting into your mind so yeah sean that's you a positive yourself thing. this time will pass no i don't think like that i think i'm looking in the current norm and i'm adjusting to it i don't know what pass will be they just even said if you listen to the news i just said you know we're not past the worst of it they think that we should be more getting greater detail of social distancing they don't think like they're gonna they should america should open back up and we're today we're may 12th what 13th today so I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about how do I adjust? What opportunities are there out there in today's market? I'm really not concerned about when this COVID would end. I'm not, that's not part of my thought process. My thought process right now is to adjust and find ways in which to keep going. I have to keep going. I have no choice but to keep going. There's people depending on me. I have to keep going and I have to be profitable in any given market. So that's my outlook. Dion, what do you say to that? That's interesting. That is interesting. Um, I believe in, you know, I believe in the, uh, what's the, how do you say this? But I believe in this too shall pass, you know? But in the meantime, like Sean said, you keep going. But no, no storm lasts forever. So this will pass. It doesn't mean we'll go back to the original normal, as they say. There'll be new norms. But I do believe it. And this too shall pass. Also, it doesn't serve us to like obsess over stuff that we can't control. I mean, control right. what you can control and educate yourself, be aware, take proper mm-hmm. precautions. And if there's health, you know, health um, concerns or, or directives of how we should be moving or, you know, the, the, being aware and being abreast of what's going on is one thing, but you control what you can control. And, and so I, I'm in agreement with both Sean and Dion on that. Like you have to you have to keep living. You have to move forward. But I mean, you do it smart, but you can't mm-hmm. roll up in a, in a fetal position and stop playing the game of life. Exactly. And that's another thing, what too, to build mental toughness. Sorry. You have to. Oh, sorry. I was going to say one last thing on it, that when it comes to wealth mindset, building mental toughness, 
just like building your muscles, it's it's a constant renewing of the mind. So that was the one thing do I was going to Do you guys have um, people you lean on to keep you accountable? I to do, keep actually. You forward, to keep your mindset right? To Dion, can you speak on that? Oh, yeah. Sean's one of them. Let me tell you. Does not let me off the hook? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I would definitely say Sean definitely holds me. Account- he does not let me off the hook when it comes to business, for sure. He definitely pushes me. Even during this, this, um, this masterclass that I'm doing, investing is intimidating. You know, it's, it's a very intimidating thing. And I'm so happy, like I said, I'm doing this in community. And we do have individual accountability partners. And so I'm very grateful to have someone to just, whether it's just the check-in, whether it's a, whether it's a quick tech message, hey, Dion, did you get, make sure you got that assignment, you, you know, whatever, um, do you need any help? But it's important because whenever, especially when you're, you're either in a, uh, a new situation, you're out of your comfort zone, or you're doing something new, once that fear creeps in, you know, you want to retreat, right? That's just typical. So you Not need- a doubt. Or you get excited about doing something new, but then it fizzles real quick, right? So you need that person to keep you motivated, keep you accountable, whether it's a, you know hiring a coach like myself or a friend yeah, or a family member say, you can trust. Just like walk right into the life coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Matt, how do you deal with that? I have a, an inner circle of people from friends and business partners and family that d- depending upon the situation or the circumstance or people who are in the loop on certain projects or that I've consulted with or speak to for, you know, advice or, you know, just to bounce ideas off of. But I have a pretty strong village and circle of people. So yeah, I'd say there's a collective and it's project to project or situation to situation. It might be a different person within the circle, but but yeah, I definitely think it's important to have some people to, to hold you accountable. Any wake up call moments that can be stated briefly? Wake up call moment. 44% of Americans say they believe coronavirus has resulted in a wake up call. Well, yeah, I told you about mine earlier, my corona, my resolution. Like, like it was all, it's already something that, you know, fitness is something that has been front of my mind or a struggle point for me. So, but when you start reading or hearing the news about the the life and death nature of this virus, it's definitely a wake-up call. Get your for ish me, together. Mm-hmm. I think for me, just seeing how I've navigated to date is just the importance of going inward, going upward. And when I say going inward, getting still, really doing a lot of self-reflection, introspection, you know, really evaluating, okay, what is what are my talents, gifts, and abilities? What is my purpose? You know, having those those conversations. Like I said, I'm talking about I'm gonna talk about myself personally with my God, yeah. you know? Yeah. So leaning mm-hmm. on my spirituality, knowing that I'm I'm not doing this, I'm not gonna be able to do this by myself. So I'm gonna have to lean in. And so far he's you know, he's making a way. So I I've been on purpose. I'm doing what I love. All my bills are paid and making a way. So for me, I guess that's the wake up call is the self-trust and then mm-hmm. trusting in, you know, a higher source. What about you, Forbes? Do you have an accountability circle or someone that, that, that holds you accountable? Well, yes, I, I, yes, I work at home. I work from home now because my business has been shut down since mid-March mm-hmm. and um, my wife and I work side by side in our office. So it's often a lot of Hey, did you do this? Yes, check. Hey, did you do that? Yes, check. So we kind of go back and forth with each other. Is she the Um, boss? Yeah, without a doubt. 
Without like doubt. that. Didn't hesitate. You know what I wanted wah, to say that Dion, I think Dion said it earlier. One thing that's been really helpful to keep me accountable is making shorter lists. When mm. COVID came out, I felt like I, I was, I came out panicked, like, okay, I got to do these things and I'm, I'm making my list and I turn around my list, I got 50 things on it. <laughs> and then I went into like this massive feeling of Panic. I'm going to get through this right. list, you know, after the first couple of days where I just sat at my desk, just calls after call, email after email. And then just the last few days, I was like, you know what, I'm going to cut this list down to Dion. I actually went with seven things. He okay. Said six All things. right. But <laughs> it started with five, and then I said, you know what, I need to add this and this. So now it's at seven, but what I find is I'm less overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I'm able to make it through my list on because every day you're taking a couple of things off. So mm -hmm. I'm accountable to myself, and I'm accountable to my list, and well, I don't feel overwhelmed. Well, we need to be accountable to our sponsors, so we're going to take a quick break right now. We're, we're uh, creating a, health, a wealth mindset. It's two black guys with good credit, so keep it locked. We'll be right back. Two black guys with good credit. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, it's been all about creating a wealth mindset, especially during these trying times with this coronavirus pandemic. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Dion, do you have any final words for the people? I do, I do. Please, always, we welcome your emails. Email us at tbgwgc at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Black Guys Good Credit. And of course, always be sure to leave us a five-star review so it makes it, uh, make it easier for others to find us. Like Ari Stevenson, who said, Life Changer. Are you ready to receive the tools you need to be financially free? Then you need to listen to this podcast. She said, I challenge you, reading anyone who's reading this, to listen to just one episode. And I promise you will walk out with more knowledge than going in, even if they are discussing a topic that you think you may know about. She said this show has motivated her to take over her financial life. Her credit score has gone up 100 plus points. And she goes on. Ari Stevenson, we thank you for all the wonderful shout-outs. We thank you for your for listening and spreading the word. No, over to you, Matt. Well, thank you, Coach D. We appreciate that. Uh, and and my bottom line, uh, in, in creating this wealth mindset, it makes it reminds me of of a sporting event, like a basketball game. You can be at halftime, you can be down by 50 points, and it looks bleak, just like this coronavirus. Things can look bleak. But if you pull your head out of the sand, if you put on a, a, a victor instead of a victim mentality, if you hold you and your teammates accountable, surround yourself with winners, you can make this happen. You can, you can build that wealth even in the midst of a storm. So like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So make sure you change your mentality and get busy. I'm Matt Smith, one half of Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and I'm out. My takeaway is, good people, is that the greatest gift we have in life is time. And it's not, it's most times, time is not gift wrapped to us in a perfect bowl, but we got to take advantage of the time that we have. And with, with regards to this show, the time to sit down 
and discuss and to make sure that you know what you're doing to build that wealth mindset. Even if you think you have it, like I thought I did, there's ways in which you can improve and become better at it. So wealth is health and time is your asset. So leverage it and use it and put them all together and you'll do excellent things. I'm Sean, better half of two black guys with good credit, and I'm out. And remember, when you are connected and feeding your mind, your body, and your soul, that's when you can make the impossible possible and face any challenge head on. And my name is Dion Nichols, the lady with the history, the stats, and the cold hard facts. And I'm out. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.